Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. I am here in the beautiful San Diego area, and we're actually on a different base this time. I have with me Jimmy Smith. And we're gonna let him take it away. I'm really excited about this episode. So please, hi Jimmy, how are you? I'm doing well, yeah. Good, good. Um, so just kind of take it away. Tell us about uh, how you even got to this position and how long you've been with NAFAC. Yeah, as you were saying, thank you uh, for the introduction. My name is Jimmy Smith and um, I've been uh, with NAFAC Crane Rigging for approximately 13 years. Uh, I started as a WG8. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I started as a WG8 in 2008, October 2008. Okay. It was actually September 2008. Okay. And I left the uh, Navy uh, after 28 years as a naval officer. Great, uh, wow. Okay. I really didn't want to go back into management, so I said, you know, I'll be happy coming in, you know, baseline. So I uh, came in as a WG8 mm-hmm. and uh, worked my way up. Great, great. Yeah. What is a WGA, actually? Cool. Work wage grade. Uh-huh. Worker, basically a worker. I came in as a worker. Okay. Uh, uh, initially, okay, and then uh, through progression as a rigor in charge, Great. and then I went to uh, maybe four years later, I was in uh, had the opportunity to go into training and compliance, and so I was a command's first training and compliance coordinator okay. here in uh, Metro San Diego area, wow. and a year later I applied for this position, which is superintendent of uh, NAFAC Crane and Rigging, and been there ever since. Oh, wow. How many years NAFAC have you been? 13. 13. Wow. That's great. Okay, good. Um, So kind of tell us about what you do here. Well, my responsibility overall is here in the uh, uh, Southwest region. I'm responsible for all the crane operations, which includes um, here at 32nd Street, uh, Naval Amphibious Base, uh, Submarine Point Loma, okay, uh, Base Point Loma, and also uh, North Island. And uh, we have approximately 32 crane, land cranes, and then we have two floating cranes and two portal cranes, which um, I'm overall responsible for the safe operation and the management of those and uh, approximately 124 personnel. Wow. Okay. So what is your day-to-day life kind of like when you're here <laughs> on the cranes? Because we're actually on a floating crane. Really know. <laughs> we're on a floating crane right now. Is that is this? Absolutely. Early? This is wow. a floating crane. Yeah, okay. 100 ton floating crane. It is um, something to adjust to because really? no day is ever the same. Okay. Uh, the thing that we are customer related um, and it involves uh, being flexible because of the schedule that uh, the ships have, you know, trying to hold to the okay. mission of the Navy and then right. the command's mission, um, which most people don't see um, what we do okay. and how we have to adjust to uh, make that happen, like ship underways, okay. um, doing uh, salvage operations like the T-45 a couple of years ago that 
went into the tank or to the drink. We call the water here the drink. Yeah. And yeah. we had to do a rescue uh, salvage operation. Um, also to the point to where uh, we have to do salvage operations for uh, that last uh, um, a marine vehicle that went under right. out at sea. So we were part of that operation. Wow. Part of the salvage operation where we had a, a couple of um, helos that had come in mm -hmm. and um, they actually missed their pattern and didn't land on deck. They was pretty much hanging off the ship. So oh we goodness. have to go in and yeah. make plans uh, okay. prior to get all the team members together and then uh, plan an operation to uh, take that craft off safely you wow. know, without you know any further injury to personnel and to the equipment. So the day-to-day -day operation is really hectic, but <laughs> we, have a, we have a team, our team is is a powerful team and I think they're actually underappreciated with what they do and how they have to adjust, you know. Our hours, you know, we go from five o'clock in the morning till whenever, you wow. know, sometimes ships come in because of their operations around 10, 30, right. 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes we don't know when the ships are coming in. We get the schedule okay. and we have to go in there. Ships go into the dry dock three o'clock in the morning. We get people up at 12, one o'clock in the morning and they're here, you know, until. Wow. So we do a lot. That, yeah, uh, that sounds like it. The, the average uh, NAFAC employee doesn't see or neither probably appreciate. And it sounds like you're working with your hands a lot, right? Or at least All your team. <laughs> All the time. You know, hands and then more than anything, working with your mind. Oh, for sure. You know, you have to crunch the numbers and, you know, ensure that your operation is safe to mitigate any right. other issues that you might have or could come up. So we've done good. We've, we've, led, uh, we've led the Navy in terms of our safety and our record shows it through uh, what is highlighted through the Navy Crane Center. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, we actually spoke with Bobby Amato. Yes. Are you from? Yeah, we're uh, familiar with him, and he kind of explained, you know, his positions and whatnot. And again, what you, we, you know, reiterating what he was saying and what you just said about the teamwork that you guys are like working hard and not. And I like what you said about you're not the average NAFAC employee sitting behind a desk. It's like you guys are there working, yeah. you know, making sure Absolutely. you're completeting the mission. Absolutely. Supporting the uh, warfighter. But yeah, that's great. I, I love hearing things like that. What are some of the special projects that you guys, that you can share at least with us to let our audience know? Interesting projects, even in the past or what's coming yeah. up. Yeah. Well, one, it would, I, first one that comes to mind is the NASA spaceship that... Um, Interesting. Yeah, okay. we were able to uh, uh, conduct uh, lifting operations on that okay. one. Uh, I mentioned the T-45. T-45. Those are very interesting. Um, what lists. is a T-45? It's a training aircraft for okay. the Navy. Oh, okay. For um, pilots going on to, uh, after they go to flight school. Okay. And they go into training. Okay. Um, other interesting um, operations is that, um, like on our, uh, we call gator ships, our amphibious ships, mm -hmm. you know, removing their stern gate, you know, which takes a lot of, uh, uh, how would I say it, um, a lot of planning. And, um, and a lot of people involved in it because you're talking about being able to lift a couple of uh, thousands, you know, I'm talking about anywhere from 60 to 70,000 pounds. And, oh my gosh, and, yeah. And um, being able to do that with people suspended and, and going out to uh, pull the pins and, you know, those yeah. are some of the interesting things. And, but, you know, out here, mm -hmm. you know, every day is, is an interesting day. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, every day is, you know, because you can get called at the whim, mm -hmm. you know, come help me out. We have had um, crafts that have um, sunk. Oh, gosh. Yeah, wow. Where mm -hmm. we um, have to uh, have blended crews, you know, divers, other uh, person, 
uh, professional professions rather come in so we can uh, get that uh, taken out of the water so it's interesting it's interesting how about you specifically you know when from your time of like coming in to maybe maybe not so much now because you see more of like management as well um, what what are some experiences that you've had what about in the beginning you know like when you first came into the in, whole in, crane in, operation in, well, when I first started yeah um, you know to me I was just getting myself um, acclimated with how mm -hmm. MAFAC does business because right. it's a little different from the Navy, uh, okay. the rigging right. process. Because okay. in the Navy, we lift at 100%. Okay. You know, MAFAC grain and rigging, you know, P307, they tell you, you know, at 80%. And then we re reduce more to make sure that that safety factor is employed. Oh, we right. Make the lift because, you know, as we know, that um, it's like us, we, as we age, sometimes we get weaker. Right. You know, equipment mm -hmm. gets weaker sometimes also. You right. know, wear and tear. Wear and tear, absolutely. So, one, those are, uh, in terms of uh, interest, that's pretty much, uh, I don't know, I just, I, what was it? It's all been interesting, I'll be honest with you. No, no specific thing. Right. Only until I got into management, the management phase had it become really interesting because really you know, okay but you have what i did out there you know i never took second thought about it mm -hmm. but then um the opportunity came to actually oversee operations and it really gave you that sense of uh, awareness and responsibility to say man we did this you know <laughs> right right yeah okay absolutely. and then we did it as a team right right yeah. um it's interesting too with other people we've talked about um I think Renee Kavundru, in one of our uh, past episodes, she kind of mentioned about how she helped, you know, build and she's in contracts and whatnot. And, you know, just having that mindset as well, like the team that you're you're leading yeah. and the fact that you can look back and be like, wow, we, we helped establish that we helped do this or worked on that project. So the fact that NAFEC employees still have that mindset in any aspect, you know, that's that's really wonderful yes. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you been at the new building uh, at 750? I've been today? there once. Okay, okay. Once. So not too much over there. It's no, kind of here. No, my home is right here. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. I, I beat up everybody in the new building. Yeah. You know, I, I need more people, you know, get these requests out, get my recruitments out, hurry up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear that. That's great. So what is it, what's your team like, you know, working with them? Like what? what's their day-to-day -day like, when, especially when you kind of tell them, What's, what's happening for the day? Because it could be different, as you said. Well, I get emotional with my guys. Because, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. we, have a, we have a bond like mm -hmm. no other. Great. And you have to have that. It's mm -hmm. just like when you go to war mm -hmm. with people, you know, and it brings actual tears to my eyes because we're so closely knit. Oh, wow. We're, we're yeah. different, but we're so closely knit because yeah. we have one common interest, you know, mm -hmm. in mind, and that's being able to get home to our loved ones and friends and family right. at the end of the day, you know, taking care of one another. We're brothers, you know, and mm -hmm. sisters, you know, out here, and um, that is what makes it uh, so nice to come here day to day, you know, just sometimes we fight amongst each other, but then, <laughs> then next thing we kiss and make up, not right. literally, but, um, right. you know, understanding that, you know, we are different, you know, our characters are different, but at the end of the day, we get it done. But, Good. you know, that's what makes it so uh, compelling, you right. know, in terms of what we do okay. that many don't see, you know, day to day. Day to day. Um, you know, you with your team members, has there ever been an instance where you really had to, you know, help them out in a sense. Like 
it, it maybe like a learning curve because um, I know a lot of people come into these type of jobs and you know they they have to learn but is there what's the mentorship like yeah mentoring wise um, mm-hmm. you know I uh, take the road the front forefront on it because Great. we have people from various backgrounds right, we have, right. um, at one point we had uh, uh, the uh, what do you call those guys the uh, <laughs> new kids, you know, coming yeah, in, yeah. trying to learn the, the, the job. Apprentices? We, the apprentices, is there yeah, mm-hmm. the apprentices, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And um, it um, it requires you to have them in your hip pockets. And then, like myself, you know, I had rigging experience. I, right. I actually managed cranes when I was on active duty as an officer. Wow. But, yeah. you know, the, 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 the things are different from one location to the other. Right, right. Yet the, the distinct practices are the same. So mm-hmm. you have to understand and comply with the rules and regulations and things. So what we do is that we put that person with someone else okay. to mentor them. And I oversee that. We use a, a PQS, a Personnel Qualification Standard Process wow. Program okay. to uh, help them along. So every person that comes to NAFAC Crane and Rigging, whether they have the knowledge or not, okay. they have one year to complete that. And then they have a board with me okay. to uh, ensure that they have the baseline knowledge to uh, go out there safely and do their safely. job. Right. Yeah, so in terms of mentoring, I instill that in my supervisors, but I, I take the forefront myself and my, my boss, Garrett Mohan. And it's, right. it's been and it's uh, been a great practice because um, NAFAC has adopted our PQS program. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's become an instruction. So. Instruction. Okay. So then we're, we're grateful for that. And that only is kudos to the ones that help um, in the process itself. Right, right. Yeah, you mentioned a lot about safety. Um, and I definitely, you know, seeing everything right now. Um, that's a, a big forefront in that. And we actually spoke with the safety department and just, you know, hearing what they have to say. Do they do they instill that? Do they always come out here, especially in your working environment, which is not your typical working environment, as you can kind of see. You know, see. actually, our safety people, um, yeah. they, they're on point. You Good. know, unlike um, in the past that I've seen, not necessarily here, um, they're in a position and then I'm in a position, I'm getting paid, so what to do. <laughs> right. But our, our safety personnel, Al, Rick, and um, uh, DJ, they, they're, right. they're awesome. As a matter of fact, we use them every day. Okay. There's some part of um, crane and rigging that we, we utilize them uh, through fall protection, okay. um, through just basic uh, weekly safety uh, inspections, yeah. uh, monthly inspections that our monthly uh, talks that we have safety talks that we have when we shut everything down mm-hmm. once a month we go into um, our area of for training and right. for updating information and to put out general information and then if there's something different and, and, and according to OSHA OSHA requires right. new information mm-hmm. get it out to the people so we're responsible uh, by OSHA and P307 to train the people up and give them the wisdom and the knowledge so that they can uh, succeed and not fail. So it's hard. It's not hard, <laughs> but when you when you have that responsibility, right? Uh, you want to make sure you put a, a person in position to succeed and not fail. So, exactly. You know, that's always if you have a conscience, that's what you should do. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you know, kind of going back with the apprentice, I kind of want to say because uh, we kind of work with the whole HR human resources department, and yeah. they are getting gearing up to actually uh, promote the 2022 apprentice program. 
Um, so, you know, out there, everybody who's listening, that'll be coming up soon um, in December, January timeframe. And then everyone kind of starts working around the summertime and fully engaged in the program around the fall time. So I so love I apprentices. I right. actually really do because mm -hmm. they're the future. Right. And um, I love taking them from the ground level and building them up and keeping them within so that they can, with that experience that they gain, because we have a process for them. We take right. them throughout all the bases. They don't stay in one place. We have uh, <laughs> 15 different crews. Yeah, that's a lot of good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and each crew does things differently so they can get a, a plethora of experience okay. uh, from uh, one group to the other to the other crew, okay. which helps them out in their growth. And then that helps them uh, as to be in the uh, running for a work leader or supervisor okay. or even you know, taking my position. In, right. Yeah. As yeah. A superintendent. So. Yes. Um, because we yeah. spoke with some of the wage grade superintendents and on, on North Island and yeah. they went through the program themselves. And then, you know, here they are supervisors now. And I thought their uh, experiences and how, what they talked about was really great. Um, again, that's like another base North Island. Yeah. Um, so, you know, along those lines, do you have any words of wisdom to the people out there that, you know, are wanting to get into this type of position or even NAFAC in general? Enthusiasm. Yeah. You bring your enthusiasm, bring good work ethic because that's what it will take right. to, uh, to succeed here. And then be willing to learn, open your mind and, and learn. Right, yeah. And that, that is probably one of the, the first and foremost things that I would uh, recommend to a, an individual because you know we have a track record. We're safe, good. we have a track record. And, um, and um, bringing someone in, when you allow them, when you set a standard, in other words, right. once they understand that standard, then they, usually they fall in place. Now you have your, your onesies, twosies, mm -hmm. but then there's a process for that also. Okay. But um, more than anything, with um, how the PM, PMA, positive mental attitude. Okay. You know, it was always instilled in me when I was growing up in the Navy. <laughs> PMA, positive mental attitude. Good. You have that, and you want to re and you want to learn and understand how things work. Right. Then do so. And you know, um, you know, with the experience with the generations today, right, they right. bring in a lot because a lot of those kids, you know, they required to have algebra, geometry, <laughs> uh -huh. trig. I welcome that man because yeah. this little mind is like, <laughs> you know, and, right, it, and right. it eases it, you know, because you can bring them in and a part of a process, part of that process, and right. say, "Oh, are you guys sure?" So we do check and balances. So interesting. Okay. You know, like the apprentices that we have right now that have graduated, mm -hmm. we have one that I know right now, Leui. Okay. He's a work leader. Uh huh. Great. Yeah, wow. Yeah, these guys are awesome. I yeah. mean, guys, I mean, young men and young women, they are of course. awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I see the worth ethic definitely yeah. is there, and you guys are happy to work here, um, you know, being here for so long. Yeah. You mentioned thir 13 years? or 13 years. That you've been here and still going? Still going. <laughs> still going. Still going. Good, good. Um, so, you know, lastly, is there anything else you want to uh, say about, you know, to our audience um, coming from your, you know, your position and everything that you've experienced with NAFAC? I just say that um, one has to have a love what they're doing definitely you know um, this is not my priority my priority is my faith right but um, you know second to that my family mm -hmm. but you know if I have that in order in place mm -hmm. then work is 
work is going to be right there also. Good. Yeah. And it comes along with the PMA, which you just described, yeah, positive, positive mental, mental attitude. attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, yeah, that's it. Jimmy, thank you again for on this episode. I loved hearing everything you had to say. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash swcareers. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team and learn about all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.